112 King Street. We're back. Yes, sir. Yo. It's boy Matt, Isaiah, Alex, <laughs> a.k.a. D. Large in these streets. Hey, you notice how he never lets us say our name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said they going to mess it up. <laughs> never that. It's the weekend podcast. You know what it is, though. Back in person, you know what it is. It's going to sound different. Social distancing, you know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> What's it been like? What three months? Yeah, Jeez. Like this, man. it's been a while. It's Just throw like twenty twenty away, man. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Put it in the recycle bin. Let's get twenty twenty one started. More than halfway through. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Almost, almost there. Let's get to it. So, how y'all? How y'all doing? <laughs> You know, living life. Tired, man. Tired. <laughs> I need a nap. You work a lot? You worked overnight? Hey, bro. All right, bro. <laughs> nah, I'm just playing. We all, we all need little naps, you know what I'm saying? A little nappy poo. Okay, bro. <laughs> Got it. Uh, so, getting started. This day in black history, July 26th. So, in 1847, Liberia, it's July 26, 1847, Liberia um, drew um, paperwork to gain their independence. So, today is their Independence Day. Uh, happy Independence Day to Liberia. Hey, that's what's up. You know what it is. Hey. And then, 1865, Patrick Francis Healy became the first black person to earn a PhD, which occurred in Belgium. Dope. Big time. Dope. He was a mulatto. Hey. He was black, he was black and white, but he was born into slavery. That's a French word? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> in 1948, um, executive order number 9,981 signed by President Truman was calling for the desegregation of the military. So today, in 1948, the military uh, order was to get desegregated. Yeah. That's crazy, ain't it? Dang. Mm-hmm. It's not too far off, for real. We really break it down. Yeah. That was... What was that? Oh, uh, that was after World War II. Which is nuts. I mean, it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's really nuts. Um, but yeah. So we got popping. Um, is there anything else you guys wanted to add? Any history facts, tidbits? No. So oh, uh, <laughs> nah, you gotta speak on uh, Chicago. Oh, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, Chicago was found by a Haitian. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't know that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he's considered the founder of Chicago. So when people Baptiste Point du Sabel. You know what I'm saying? He was a black pioneer trader and considered founder of the settlement that later became the city of Chicago. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> we the culture, you know what I'm saying? We he started the culture. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. I'll do that. <laughs> but yeah, so a little tidbit. 
Yeah. So y'all want to get it right into this media topic? Go in. So we're going to talk about the media. (laughs) We got our boy D-Large who works, can we say, like what you do? Maybe not the company's name, but. I'm a commercial (laughs) producer. Yeah. But I, uh, two days a week I'll do, be a technical director, which is, you know, I'll put some video on screen when the, the news comes on and, you know, work with the producers. Let them know that some things are, like, wrong, even though, like, that's not my entirely job to do, but, you know, try to help out. And, uh, you know, I've seen a lot of stuff these last two years, you know, working there. And uh, I think the thing that people, like, they're always like, oh, the media is just, it's pretty much, they say it's corrupt. And I guess, in a way, it can be, you know, because it's a business, like anything else. So, like, you got to figure out, like, what's going to get you views and what's going to get people clicking on your articles. So, like, you know, those, we call it attention getters. So, like, uh, man receives... 25 years to life or something like that, you know? Everybody's like, oh, snap, what do you do? You know, you want to mm-hmm. click on it and see mm-hmm. what he does. But now, nowadays, you know, you can just put a, a random attention getter that's kind of close to your topic, and then people will, like, send it to their friends, like, oh, look, mm-hmm. this is what Obama did or this is what Trump did. And then you read the article, and it has nothing to do what they're trying to agree with mm-hmm. or what they're trying to prove. So just keep that in mind. And then... So why does the media push that? Why is, do they push it? Yeah. To get money? What you mean? <laughs> yeah, like, I think a lot of people get upset by that. Like, that's the first point is like, oh, y'all just trying to grab headlines, but... I mean... <laughs> You know, cigarette companies, they trying to get people to smoke, right? So, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of, like, I guess back in the day, it used to be, like, we want to inform people, Mm -hmm. but, like, as, you know, the television, as people really don't watch TV anymore, you got to do something to, you know, adapt and evolve. So, that's probably one of the things that they do. And it's it's kind of hard now because there's a lot of reporters. I'm not saying that they don't do their job, but you're supposed to stay neutral at anything. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of hard because you'll be like, oh, this reporter, I agree with this dude. And then you'll look, and he's a super conservative, mm-hmm. like on social media. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like got to pick and choose and then do your own research. You, like I can't stress that enough. <laughs> like you gotta do your own research, and you know, like when I'm directing and I see things, the producers they get to pick the videos, like what what gets to be in the show. Mm-hmm. And so, like if they're a bit conservative or they're not, you know, they could be like, oh, I wanna. I really want to talk about have abortion in my 
my show. So like, pretty much like half the show is with abortion. You know what they're doing to, I don't know, to stop it or not stop it. And so you kind of just like, well, you probably put both sides on there, and they'll be like, nah, this is this is my show. Mm. So. Wait, is there not like an editor or like somebody that gives set tells them yes or no? Even though they're the producers and there's someone like isn't there like shouldn't there be like a group or like maybe someone the boss that's like yeah let's run this or no let's not run it. The, I, at my station, uh-huh. as far as I'm aware, no, there's not. There's like uh-huh. there's people that are like. They'll, like, watch the show, but they, like, you know, we give you the free choice to put what you want, you know? Mm. But, like, from what I'm seeing, I'm like, man, this is this is one-sided. And if you say something, they're like, well, this is my show. So mm. just, I sit there, and I'm just like, well, I guess I got to, you know, do my job mm. and get it out because, you know, I guess I can keep fighting until, like, until it gets fixed. But I'm at the point, I've been there two years. Like, I just, I don't want to do, I don't want to technical direct anymore. Because there's, I can't, it's you know. Yeah, it's super frustrating. You know, I, I have a voice, and I I want people to listen. But some people, they're just like, ah, you're just a director. You know, you just do do that. But, you know. If I don't do this, if I don't do my job, you can't do your job. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not as much as much as people be hating on that position. You know, I get to, I have the most control. You know, when the show's going on, so I could just be like, reality. I could be like, <laughs> I'm not putting this on screen because I don't have to. <laughs> but then you know, it's gonna oh. be a huge. That'd be so. <laughs> yeah, that'd be crazy. So cut it. That'd right. be something crazy, especially if you're live and it's like, he's not playing it. Like, <laughs> what's, what's, going on? what's happening? Hey. Alex, what you doing? <laughs> and you just sitting like, there shaking your head. I told you, like, I didn't want to put this on screen. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, it sounds like there's no like checks and balances. And like people at, at certain positions don't feel any pressure to, to want to have both sides presented. They just need their own views. And that's got to be super frustrating to walk into every day. Man. And, like, you want to explain how it's not, like... I think people have the perception that these news stations are locally owned. Right? Isn't it oh. Like, it's, not, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's definitely not locally owned. Because, uh-huh. like, you'll see, like... Um, what is it? What's the, Can- what's the Fox station in Kansas City? You know what it is? WDAF, Fox 4. Yeah, I think that's what it is. And they're, I want to say, Nexstar might be, might own them. Nexstar? Yeah, it's like a, it's pretty much a business. Like, they own, like, bunch of, uh, bunch of stations across the nation. Like, there's, I think there's one, there's one in Panama City. Um, I know there's one, I think there's a station in Lawrence. Yeah, so there's like a lot of, like, uh, what, what is it? There's another one too that's huge. I cannot Dang. remember the name of it. I'll I'll look it up, mm-hmm. 
and I'll get back to y'all on it. I I just looked up uh, Nexstar. They're so big that they you're able to get a stock in the company. Uh, the stock price right now is eighty five dollars. That's big, boy. Yeah. Jesus. They have four thousand five hundred twenty seven employees in twenty sixteen, and their revenue in twenty sixteen. This is four years ago was one point one billion. What? Dog. They run stuff, bro. The founder is uh, Perry A. Sook. Sook. I'm guessing these companies probably took advantage once, um, once like social media became a thing, because I think that's when the news news uh, stations started to like lose money, right? Because mm-hmm. more less people were watching, people weren't buying newspapers. Yep. All that. And I, another one is Hearst, uh, Hearst Corporation. They're pretty big too. Cox Media Group. I've heard of Cox. So. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. All right. <laughs> Fast forward. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just you know, just do your research. You know. <laughs> My bad. I had to say it. <laughs> yeah, do your research. I agree so, with D Large. Do people have a right? To the criticism you see online about the media and the criticism you hear, how do you feel about that? Like, are people on the right for that? Or. I mean, yes and no. But, like, it's kind of frustrating because there are reporters that are, like, good and they're neutral. Uh But, like, you know, one bad apple and everybody, you know. Well, it's a bunch. Yep. So there are a lot of good producers, a lot of good reporters, a lot of good anchors. You know, they want to do their job correctly. Mm-hmm. But, like, most people see, like, national news. Mm-hmm. And even with, like, smaller uh, stations, mm-hmm. they they still air national uh, yeah, national mm-hmm. news because they have this thing with called The Wires, and they can pull video and stuff from so it's kind of hard. So pretty much you still see the same thing, but, like, you still got to, like, look and figure out to get your best news, you know, see, like, what reporters are actually neutral. And it's a lot of stuff, but, I mean, you got to do it if you want to, you know, uh, get more knowledge and, and uh stuff you want to learn about i think yeah and the biggest thing to me is like at the end of the day we're all people and it's hard to just stay biased yep. and like a lot of people are not it's hard to not be biased i should say and a lot of people um aren't able to look through the nuance of like what's going on and i think that's kind of the biggest thing like i don't know at the end of the day i feel like it looks, it seems like media is moving towards more, like, polarization when it comes to, like, politics and issues, which my thing is, I'm okay with the polarization as long as it's, like, the actual facts. Mm-hmm. And it's not like they're trying to, they, like, write around the facts. Like, you know what I mean? Like, where it's, like, it's kind of true, but <laughs> it's not the whole truth. Mm-hmm. Yep. But... That's the thing with social media, though, too. It'll be like, 
Let me hear this 10 second clip and have everybody enraged. Yeah. And go back and look at the whole video and be like, oh, that's not what he was really trying to say. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you just. It's like what just happened earlier. Cox Media. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> yeah. 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 You're right, you're right. <clears throat> it's, yeah. I mean, to a recent example could probably be like what happened with Nick Cannon and D Wade, mm-hmm. like immediately defending him yep. without looking at the whole, like what he said, just mm-hmm. a clip. And within like 10 minutes, sending out three tweets, deleting two of them. Saying like defending, regretting, and then like going on the other side, opposite side of what Nick said, and then like Nick hardcore riding what he said, and then uh, the two days later it was like, oh word, my bad, my bad, bro, my bad. Like what? Come yeah. on, man. It could be the same thing. But like I know there might be some controversial with the uh, Kanye. Hmm. You know, because there's a clip with the <laughs> the Harriet Tubbitt, which he should not have said, you know. Um, but, like, there's, like, a full clip, and, and it was trying to explain what he was he was trying to mm-hmm. say, mm-hmm. but it did not come out right. Mm-mm. He should have phrased it way better. Um, but people just showed that one clip, and everybody was like, yeah, we should – Let's cancel Kanye, which he's, yeah, he's <laughs> my man needs some he help. Has some, he has yeah. some issues, but yeah. he's struggling with mental health. Yeah. And the thing about mental health is sometimes the person, like to the common world, seems crazy. And sometimes they like, even though they're going through what they're going through, they might say something that's like actually, like. Mm-hmm. Like fact, yeah. like like something that makes sense. That makes sense. It's just like with the kids that. Uh, the place we work at, Matt, like the kids that experience psychosis, most of the stuff they say is like gibberish. And like, you're like, well, yeah, that makes sense, bro. You know, just try to like make them as comfortable as possible because they're not in their right mind. But every like 10 minutes or so, they'll say something and it'll be like, hmm. What's going on? What's, how do you, what? Wait a minute. I got a question myself. What's going <laughs> on? That makes sense. And then it goes back to the gibberish. And it's like, uh, those moments, you can't, like, ignore what's really happening to the person. Like, they experienced some severe mental health, like, issues. And that's happening with Kanye right now. Mm-hmm. It's been confirmed that Buddy got, like, um, they said BPD, uh, borderline personality disorder, or bipolar. It might be bipolar, one or two. But um, he's, he's probably in a manic episode. Um, that was a – what people saw, like, was a manic episode. You know, that's what it looks like. Like he you just talk and talk and talk and talk. I have all these ideas. I have all these thoughts. Mm-hmm. And then sharing information that he was never supposed to share to anyone besides people that was close to him. Mm-hmm. Like that. I get like his stance on abortion. I get that, but he should have never said that about yeah. his daughter ever. Yeah. Like, that's like there's no situation. There's no situation for that to be acceptable. And anyone. That's why we got to stay off that social media, bro. Like, they immediately defended him because of whatever, like, oh, like, he's expressing himself. He's just, he's just passionate. Nah, man. That's not passion. That's, that's manic. That's you being manic. But that's, that's how far we have to go for, like, mental health awareness, you know, knowing what that is.
But yeah, man. I hope we get some help. Yeah. So we went on that little tangent. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> back to the, to the media. Anything? Is there anything else you? Uh, anything else you wanted to discuss? Man. Mention? Nah, what, not for real. Yeah. What's it? What do you see the media's actual impact on society now? Man, you asking some some deep questions, man. <laughs> Shoot, man. I don't know, cause I I see media like improving. Mm-hmm. I know people are gonna be like, "What are you talking about?" But like, I feel like we're getting better. You know, working with like social media and stuff, mm-hmm. cause you know, the fact check with Trump. You know, they're trying to like oh, yeah. fact check people, even though people are like, "Nah, this this shouldn't fly." You know, mm-hmm. but like they're trying to get better and improve. But you know, like me and you were saying, like earlier this week, about like people don't like want to. Uh, I guess change and like look at the future, you know, and adapt because it's just, yeah, I want to be comfortable. Mm. You don't always have to be comfortable. Speak on it. You know. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay to look at different ideas, different thoughts. It's all right to mold and change your mindset and not just stay in the comfort zone. You know what I'm saying? I'm comfy. You know what I'm saying? It's like a big coat. It's like we never you can never grow in a sense of comfort, bro. Ever. You can't do it. The only way you can grow is if you get a little bit uncomfortable. A little bit. It's true. I mean, look at about with like cars now. Like they're electric cars, man. That's crazy. Like Tesla is killing it now. Mm-hmm. I remember when electric cars first came out, people were kind of roasting me. Yes. Yeah, bro. <laughs> you could plug your car into your house, bro? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Just and like, now, it's the standard, you know? <laughs> just like with AirPods, bro. Remember, like, there were all the videos there, they yeah. cutting their headphones, <laughs> like, what? This is lame, man. And now everybody's got AirPods. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, the, that's the genius of Apple. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're making everything to where you have to stay with Apple. Mm-hmm. You can't. You're not, <laughs> yeah. going, you're not going to flip flop mm-hmm. no more. Nah, you can't flip flop. I saw some where they're like, soon Apple will just like give you the pieces for stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to build it. <laughs> Bruh. If you want the full experience, here you go. <laughs> That'd be wild, man. Just imagine paying like. Five thousand dollars for building yourself, man. Like, <laughs> like what? Bro, what is this? I'd be so bad. <laughs> oh, you see what the Apple's doing now? They're selling the the like charging port. Like both ends is a charging port, and you have to get a special like charger thing for your wall, like a new one where it doesn't work with the USB. It's not a USB no more, bro. <laughs> The next one. They're thinking like it's gonna be a charging port to a charging port, like a cord. What's and that, that do that, that that this monopolizes the end so they can that no you can't buy a, a USB like thing from the uh from the gas station no more. It's gonna have to be an Apple. Uh, that's an Apple. Tough. That's dirty, bro. 
It's like the dongle thing, bro. Yeah, the dongle. <laughs> they they keep finding new ways, bro. Mm. Finding new ways. I hope it's not hurtful, true, man. Don't do that, <laughs> man. <laughs> Chill out. That's gross. <laughs> some, somebody's got to put their like some people. Gotta, <laughs> nah, like, hey, man. bro. <laughs> That's crazy. Bro, I bet you'd be like $75 too, bro, just to bro. get it, man. And you can't get it on Amazon. You can't yeah. get a bootleg version. There's no, it's just you have to get that, an Apple one. And then like with the AirPods, they had, they brought something out where you can have like the string. Yeah. Like, what? Like the, <laughs> the AirPods in the thing. Oh, my God, bro. People still buying it, though. So. Yeah, they're making money, man. Dude. That's tragic, bro. You should not say I'm sad. I was thinking like, dang, that's tragic. Hey, how does Tom Thibodeau keep getting these jobs? But it's all good. <laughs> Knicks love to lose. They're going to be losing. Um, so next we got what? Debate. Oh, we're going to discuss talking versus dating. Oh. What's that mean? So on social media, I saw this thing. Um, oh, snap. Where someone um, on this account, I follow this group, they're like, is there an actual, let me see, let me pull it up, let me pull it up, I'm bad. So, hold up, I've been posting a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, scrolling. So, yeah. so is there a difference <laughs> between talking and dating, or have we just created words to justify certain things that we don't want to address? Which means, let's be honest, bro. When people say they're just talking to someone, it just gives them the leeway to talk to other people. Yeah. And to like, um, do whatever they want without the constraints of a relationship. Mm-hmm. So at that point, it's kind of like you just don't want to feel guilty about what you're doing. Mm. Tough. Speak you on it. Guilt. You know what I'm saying? And mm. I, don't know we, I, I, she, I can't say nothing because I've been there. Damn. Yeah, yeah. We, I can. There's a, there's a fine line between talking and dating for real. Like, you acknowledge the person, like you acknowledge that you're dating to your people. You know what I'm saying? But talking, you just be like, yeah, you know, we cool. We do. You know what I'm saying? She, 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 she cool. She do whatever. Thing though, you could go on like four dates with that person, and your boys be like, oh, that's you. You be like, no, we just talking. It's like, but you went on. Going on four days. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, it's like, bro, <laughs> y'all say date. What, uh, what that uh, lady said. Oh, so uh, at my um, my internship site, um, some of some of us and therapists were talking. Like, um, one of the clients was dealing with like uh, dating issues, and uh, they're trying to differentiate dating between talking. And one of the therapists was like, uh, yeah, so. Um, the difference between talking and dating is when you're talking, that just means you're fucking. That's it. <laughs> dating means <laughs> dating means that you acknowledge the person and that you consider this person like a possible like partner. That talking is just like this is what it is. I'm a, I'm not gonna acknowledge this. It's like for like an example is when girls take a picture of a dude on a date, but the, his head's cut off. <laughs> picture. <laughs> that's talking. That's not dating. That's talking. A lot of people about to be hurt on this podcast. Oh, like, no. Oh, man. I thought we was together. <laughs> nah, we just talking, fam. <laughs> How's that? Is that? 
don't know. Yeah, that fine line is like, I guess nowadays it means. Because back in the day, I think dating was like, you go out and you kind of see if you match well with that person. Nowadays, that would be considered just talking. Because I guess dating is when you're like, alright, I could see some sort of future with this person and stuff like that. Right? Mm, yeah. Yeah. I'd agree with that. But, like, still, they're still friends with benefits. So, what's yeah. the difference between friends with benefits, talking, and dating? Yeah, I think friends with benefits is just, like, straight detachment from, like, anything past physical attraction. Like, they but just... I, I feel like, you know, like, friends with benefits, someone always, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Someone always get hurt. Mm-hmm. Like... Every time, yeah. So, cause like I feel like when you you know having sex, you you still emotionally with that person. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, there's no to me. There's no way to detach that. <laughs> yeah, there's no <laughs> way. That's yeah. so. That's such an intimate thing. I know yeah. like our generation, they're trying to almost kind of take away the mm-hmm. intimacy of it, but it's like it's it's intimate. Yeah, bro. <laughs> like you you. It, I think. Is it because we try to shelter our feelings a little bit? Is that, you think that's why these terms? Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. more of hmm. like a coping. People, people be roasted, though. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, oh, it's why are you sensitive? You know, you sensitive. Uh, but reality, you just like, I got feelings, bro, you know? Is it, yeah, because, like, if you put that label and things don't, like, keep going, then it's like, oh, we were just friends with benefits. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, it's almost like you're rewiring your brain. Because when you're dating someone, when things don't work out, it hurts. For yeah. Real. Like, mm-hmm. You feel that pain. But if you have that title of, oh, we were just talking. It ain't nothing. But, like, in the back of your mind, you know Still, damn well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still hurt, bro. Yeah. So. I think, I think this generation, even our generation and the one, like, coming behind us uh, has trust issues. Like we, we see uh, we we live in social media areas so or eras so we see everybody get cheated on, mm-hmm. everybody get disrespected, and we can't trust nobody, mm-hmm. and and also like growing up, bro, the coolest kids didn't show their emotions. You know, in high school they was just like chilling, like I I ain't affected by nothing, and that bled into college mm-hmm. where like everybody, you you, you felt. Like you were an outsider if you expressed your emotions in some way, you know. Like like Dilar said, they flame you for that. Yeah. They flame you for being like, "Oh, you 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 had you feel sadness, bro? Get out of here, bro." Or like, <laughs> you really mad right now? <laughs> I'm for real mad, bro. <laughs> 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 and so we gotta like reverse those flawed like that flawed thinking. Like you like experiencing human emotion is normal, bro. Like mm-hmm. you gotta feel what you feel, and keep it pushing. Like don't hold it in. Cause that just makes things worse. Like, be honest with yourself. You like this person. You want to date him or her. Go for it. If they don't work, on to the next. On yeah. to the next. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, my bad. I was going to just say, I think that might be affected by the generation above us, you know? Because, like, I ain't going to lie. When I was growing up, I was pretty sensitive, man. And so, like, you know, I'll be, I'll tear up sometimes if someone, like, you know, said some song to me like if i was bigger because i was bigger always been you know so they said like if i like made fun of my weight you know i'd be like a little teared up 
And my uncle was just like, don't don't show nobody, you know, they hurt you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even though, like, they hurt me, yeah. you know? He's like, don't don't show nobody. But when you get home, yeah. But, like, it, I guess it's just, like, on the future generation, you know, like, you got to don't show anybody you're weak because, you know, they'll take advantage of you, mm-hmm. I guess. That, I mean, that's in that in that sense, it's like flawed logic because, like, if you really were to get taken advantage of, you would have already been taken advantage of. You know, Damn. they would have already taken advantage <laughs> of you. And so, like, for for that thought to come into your head where you're like, uh, your emotions, it basically teaches you that your emotions are wrong, bro. Like, and I like I agree with you too. I'm I was an emotional ass kid. I'm still in, I'm a I'm an emotional ass man now. And so like I be feeling stuff, but at the same time, I know like um that my emotions don't make me make me a less than less than a man. Like I'll fight whoever right now. It is what it is. <laughs> and then I go in a room and cry. It is what it is. <laughs> but it is. I mean like it, it, we just gotta like know like as future parents and stuff to teach our kids that like our emotions are are expected they're humans they're, everybody experiences the same thing you felt like mm-hmm. there's a kid on this planet that felt the way you felt felt the way you felt Matt and the way I felt it's just we just gotta normalize that is that you think that's more like the primal mindset like in terms of our ancestors were living to like survive and so you couldn't show that you're weak mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. now that we're evolving as like a society mm-hmm. to where we don't necessarily we can show our emotions and not have to worry about being killed mm-hmm. or like somebody like really like messing us up mm-hmm. but we still have like now we're thinking of it like logically where it's like no nah, don't show that emotion mm-hmm. but it's still that like primal instinct of mm-hmm. not expressing yourself we uh we talked about this in class i'm glad you brought that up like uh my acceptance and commitment therapy class um we were talking about this idea of the tricky brain where our old brain, the primal brain, like you said, is only focused on survival. So, like, uh, over like through evolution, uh, our like modern like stressors don't match up with like survival. So we're able to focus on like other things besides like eating, sleeping, and breathing and drinking water and stuff. And so we like our new like um, our new stressors like for modern times like relationships, money, things like that. Those confuse that confuses our old brain, like so it's like quote unquote old brain, like the primal brain, and we don't know how to respond, and so we we react in like a primal way, and so we just hold it in so that we don't look weak to other like people in our society, and so that's just how like our, our brain is still trying to figure out like dang, ain't no tigers over here, ain't no lions, <laughs> oh shit, I let me just let me just chill out. I'm not gonna express nothing right now. Mm. But and I'm sure that's probably like evolving, like in front of our faces. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't even know. Like, I mean, the younger generation is different, and you can tell. Like, they're more, like they express them. Like, they're not afraid to express themselves. They're more um, accepting, mm-hmm. and not like I don't know. I know our generation. We was mean, bro. Yeah, we was mean. For real, man. And it was a lot of. I feel like it was a lot of insecurity. Made us mean, mm-hmm. and the younger generation is like, nah, hey, hey. <laughs> I, I accept you for who you are. Did you ever play uh, Modern Warfare 2? 
a little bit. Uh, oh, like, bro, them chat rooms. Oh my goodness, bro. I ain't even for real play like that. I would just be like, my brother used to play it all the time, and I'd just be hearing like some of the stuff people be saying to each other. Ooh, man, gross, huh? <laughs> for real, man. I wonder, like, there's still there's still people around that be like thinking that. It's just like, man, I know you angry about everything. <laughs> like, <laughs> your life is hard. <laughs> life is hard. That's funny because that video of Josh Hart on Warzone. Where they're like, Josh Hart, you suck. Yeah. Aren't you on the Pelicans? Yeah. Zeon, right? Zeon, carry <laughs> <Karen. laughs> You suck, Josh. People <laughs> just going in, man. Hey, Josh Hart, you're not even in scene playing time, Josh Hart. Somebody kept saying, yeah. Josh. <laughs> Josh Hart, right? <laughs> Uh, we've been getting like uh back in the day when we was playing 2k in the living room online bro even there were some dudes grown men bro, like attacking yeah. us bro like what uh, was that a video was that one of us playing where the dude was like i don't care if you're a kid to what? like a kid what you remember that I bro that was, was with us <laughs> we, <laughs> you, we were playing on the park and uh, there was like some dude on the other team and it was a little kid <laughs> and a little kid was like just like throwing up some bad shots uh, and he was like i don't care if you're a kid <laughs> get the, he was like get the f off the game bro you trash like i was like jack man it's just a little kid man like, I mean, in my head, though, I'd be mad. I'd just be like, man, I wouldn't say anything to the little kid. I'd just be like, probably hit up you, Gilman, and be like, you won't believe this shit. (laughs) (laughs) It gets so pressed. That's one thing, bro. Like, grown men get pressed about a video game, bro. God, you're not winning no money about this game. Come on, now. There's nothing on the line right now. You just want to win. That's it. (laughs) Let's enjoy the game. Um, how much time we have? We got. We are sitting at 40, 38 minutes right now. Mm-hmm. All right. Which one of the last two did y'all want to touch on? Are NBA players leaving the bubble to go clap? Whoa! Upcoming fall sports. Man. Yeah, we can. I mean, <laughs> we can talk about the bubble. That's funny. That's kind of funny, man. Yeah. Man, City. Yeah, I don't know. I guess some people don't want to get paid. Nah, I'm just playing. But uh, so backstory: one of the NBA players in the Orlando bubble. Um, the NBA came back. They're doing a bubble, um, having all the players in Orlando and staying on. Uh, is it Disney World? Disneyland, Disney World. They're going to be there for a few months to do the playoffs. Um, and some players have been able to leave if they have emergency situations with their family. And um, one of those players uh, on the Clippers left. Um, it was a family friend funeral, I guess. But on his way back to the bubble, he stopped by Magic City, a strip club in Atlanta. So that's kind of wild. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Um Man said he stopped by to get some food there. Um, I know I'm not balling like they are, but I'm not. If I have a, like a job to do, I'm gonna just head back to work after 
handling the emergency. I'm not going to stop off. <laughs> what? I'm not just going to stop off when I know the stakes are high. I don't know Lou Will as a person. Uh-huh. But, I mean, you know, Drake did make a song about him, about six men, you know, two uh, girls. You know, like. Oh, yeah, true, true, like true. Lou Will. So, I'm not, I'm not surprised. But I don't, I don't know him as a person, so I'm not gonna, you know, go in on him like that. But that's wild, man. <laughs> Last night, me and Matt looked up like the uh, food at uh, uh, Magic City in low key, bro. Yeah. That, it's it's, high, it's yeah, heat. Look, yeah, they have it was heat. Advertisement for a fried lobster, which looked fire. Fried lobster tails. So yeah, maybe it was just. But like, get it it's, it's food, like, come on, what's going See? on for real? Like, yeah, like. Ain't no way, bro. Like we don't know. Maybe one of his boys was like, "Hey, you know, come through. You know, I'll hook you up on this food real quick, and then you could just head back to the boat. No one would know." And he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna Jack do this." Posted that Instagram. Oh yeah. Story. <laughs> <laughs> and then deleted it and tried to say he was reminiscing and just missed Lou Will. Did you see that? No, yeah, I did not it. see that. And it was like, oh, that's an old picture. I Bro, was reminiscing. He had the lo- NBA logo face mask yeah. on the, in the picture. <laughs> With some drinks. Uh, see, that's one thing. The podcast I listened to, they were talking about a lot of these players. Some of them might throw games because they need to clap some cheeks. It's 82 games in the season. Jeez, ah. there's 82 games in the season. I feel it. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah, but but in context, right? context is like, yeah, you should be doing it in a bubble. I can understand if it was regular, like time is 82. Uh, like, you got to get out of there sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm tired. I'm sure, I'm sure, if it was like regular 82, they would probably give them like an extended all-star mm-hmm. break to be with their family, mm-hmm. to be with their girls. You going to Magic City? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they <laughs> <go to Magic laughs> City. But today, bro, this is too dangerous, though. Come on now. Because if he comes back and he has the, the virus, everybody Pops gets it. it. Everybody up, gets the it. Bubbles pop. It's over. <laughs> oh, season done for. Exactly. And I was, I, was, I was telling uh was telling you last night about, like, if Lou Will didn't, like, get suspended and somehow Lakers win a championship, that's going to hold him against the, They're going to hold that against him for the rest of his career again, like every other year. <sighs> yeah, <they're gonna> <laughs> like, but Lou Will didn't play. Like, <laughs> wait, bro, stop it. I mean. <laughs> They made a joke. They're like LeBron snitch. <laughs> <laughs> and to be honest, bro, I would snitch if I was oh, in there. Yeah. I, I'd be like, "Hey, I'm trying yeah. to win." Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying trying to win. Win. Was, it, was it Kelly Oubre? That I was like, "Hey, y'all can order food and step out the bubble." Like, yeah, that shit was funny. He said, "Oh, oh my yeah, bad." Yeah, bro. Like, come on, man. Come on, bro. Man. That's some wild stuff going on in that bubble, man. They got the snitch hotline. Oh, you see what Dwight said? Ah, oh, man. What did he say? The anti- Anti-vax. Oh. I'm out. Yeah, I, I mean, know. all, like, being anti-vax for everything, you tripping. But <laughs> with uh, COVID, I understand the hesitation if they bring out a vaccine too early. A lot of people, like, we know vaccines take a year and a half, bro, mm. if we be honest. At least a year and a half for them to develop it and to implement it. Most vaccines, like for most 
uh, disorders take 10, 20 years. Like, yeah. that's why, bro, people think, like, well, why have they ever found the vaccine for HIV? My guy, this ain't that simple. <laughs> this is not that Like, you can't just be like, oh, this is, this is the stuff we just can mass produce. You have to test it multiple times. It has to be approved. They, the only reason that the vaccine for COVID is fast-tracking is because if this thing gets out of control, there's nothing we can so do. There's so much money into it. There's so, there's no much like, they, they have the whole world... All the scientists in the world trying to figure out how to do this. It's just like, bro, come on, man. Microbiologists on Facebook and Twitter. Let's get it. What? You see, everybody got their degree in microbiology and, and uh, epidemiology. <laughs> Facebook <laughs> University. I got a PhD in Facebook University. Oh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> got my plaque. <laughs> People are wilding on Facebook, though. I'm not going to lie, man. They think they know everything every man. single thing it's a conspiracy theory i'm telling y'all man i'm telling y'all the government just want to track us y'all yeah. seen that bro they already got y'all put your face in the phone yeah, bro yeah. what do you th- <laughs> they're already tracking us with the smartphones like, yeah y'all got social t- media all that y'all got tiktok it's over with <laughs> yeah so that's another thing where people try to like normalize something that they can't really wrap their head around Mm. So you create, mm. you create something. Speak that's on it. That feels normal to you, and that's what feels normal to them. The conspiracy theories. Yeah, because it sounds like, because you see it in movies, so it's like. Mm, okay. It's, it's like, oh, this is what they're doing. Mm. Yeah, I remember there's this dude I'll be hooping with sometimes, and he shared this article, mm-hmm. and it was like. The government is uh, gonna be putting chips into the coronavirus vaccine, and the source was the Onion. Oh! <laughs> and they were dead serious about it. Yeah, bro. You, oh you can't you can't talk to that man like, ever nah, again, bro. I just looked at it and I kept oh scrolling, bro. God. You can't you can't talk to that man ever again about nothing. <laughs> wow, are you serious? Because usually people would like argue with him. Cause I see it, and then no one said anything on that. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, "Yeah, let me just keep scrolling, man." Oh my god, bro! You can't. Yeah, I don't know, bro. I don't know. And the thing is, like, a lot of conspiracy theories. There's some that like are true and are actually like this actually happened, but like there's some that's like. You really think if the government wanted to put chips and a vaccine or to do whatever, we wouldn't know until after they did it. Yeah. If we're being honest, like, come on, bro. And what ma- what was weird is it what makes like so and so from the boot hill of Missouri, like small town with twelve hundred people, mm-hmm. what makes you valuable enough to the government for you for them to want to do that to you? Like, what makes you think that they care enough about you in the boonies, the boonstocks, or the the backwoods of Missouri, for you to, for them to the government to be like, I'm a I'm a monitor this man. Like, what? What What are you doing, bro? What? That's you- a, that's another thing. That's a good point. Like, mo- like the majority of people, we're not committing any, we're not doing any illegal crimes, right? Like, so what? Like, I understand people. Do you want your privacy? But like. You're not doing anything that's like top classified. No. You know what I'm saying? Like we pay if you pay taxes, you they know all the shit for the most part. 
You they, know what I'm saying? Like sometimes you might. I none of us here fabricate our taxes, but mm-hmm. some people do. Mm-hmm. But at and, the end of the day, you get audited. You better come with the receipts. <laughs> and that bro, they uh uh, what's the name the, the one of the officers that killed uh, George Floyd got audited, and he owes the government like. Uh, multiple hundred thousand dollars. Like, nah, I think millions. that was his wife. Dog, wasn't his wife? Both of them. Bro, oh, shit. they're done for. They they've been fabricating for like the last. Millions. Bro, they met. They they owe a ton of money. Police Bruh. officers sometimes do. They moonlight or whatever. They do other jobs and they get paid. No. Yeah. So you can get caught up too, bro. You think like and I? I was talking to my my mom about this because one of my cousins is in the game and thinks that he's untouchable. And I said, bro, they'll catch you when they want to. They, they're just not worried about they're it. Not, you're not moving enough. You, you think you're moving a lot, but you're not moving enough to where, like, they care. That's and, another thing you hear. Like, if they really care, they'll, they'll get you. Mm-hmm. Like, if you really become, like, a threat, they'll get you. Mm-hmm. Like, Every time. Yeah, like, uh, we talk about, um, like, we know, like, about Joe Rogan podcast. I think he said he's been tapped a couple of times to where they, like, he knows that his thing is so influ- Once you become, once you reach a certain point of influence, they'll, they'll monitor you. Mm-hmm. They, know what's, they know what's popping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah bro. That, it's fun. Like, I was, what was the documentary on Netflix? Um, something, something drugs and the, 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 the business of yeah, I think so. And it was like this dad's son had passed away from drug abuse, and he figured out that he was getting drugs from like the local doctor who was using her practice to basically become like a kingpin in terms of drugs, like selling. And he thought that he was the one, first one to discover it, but the FBI had been on it for two years. They had they had been waiting for a per, like for a perfect time to get in. And he messed up the whole investigation, calling the FBI, showing up to the FBI's like main office. And like parent, like in paranoia, and messing up the whole thing. You you think that like you're the first person to to, to find this stuff, bro? <laughs> they got tabs on everything, bro. Like just relax. That's, uh, that's the thing I figured out about the FBI is um, they only process. They have like a 99% conviction rate. If they come for you, they will charge. Mm-hmm. Like you aren't getting out of it. Mm-hmm. I never knew that. That's Damn. Federal, federally, Dang, they, if you go to trial, they will convict you. There's no, <laughs> there's no, <laughs> no hands or butts. Hey, that just, I know my coworker, he did a story about like uh, getting off the grid, you know, like no one can find you. He pretty much said like it is impossible. physically impossible. And I was like, for real? I tried to have an argument. Me, with him and he just was giving me facts and I was just like at the end of it I was just like yeah there's, there's no way <laughs> <laughs> yeah man and then one, yeah one thing we got normalized like when we received new information like me myself I gotta work on it too like when I am wrong I gotta admit that I'm wrong and that my information is val- it's not valid and I have to accept that the other facts are the facts but what I will not accept is like uh, denouncing someone's personal experience, I can't do it. I understand that, like, um, people like to pull out their own like experiences and arguments and be like, "This is my experience," like, "This is fact." That's not necessarily true, but you cannot discount somebody else's experience, like, and that that's you know, like, for example, that's racism. Like, most people, some people that are not our skin tone, don't experience that. 
Um, but we do. We have, and we will continue to. And so when p- people discount that, and s- but then say in the same breath, this isn't real. You just This is just like, oh, they just had this and that, this excuse. Nah, man, I can't discount that. And same goes for other people. If they were discriminated against, uh, I won't necessarily call it racism, but I'll say that's fucked up. You were discriminated against. I'm not going to um, invalidate your experience as a human. But we just got to, you know, have those conversations. That's true. So, is it time to wrap it up? Yeah, we have 52. Wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Everybody have a good week. Or if you listen to this on Friday, have a good weekend. Whenever you listen to it, I hope everything is good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Keep your positivity. Peace, love, and positivity. You know, I got that from my boy Logic. Hey, do album just came out. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, bro, that's Whoa. on you, bro. That's my boy. You know what I'm saying? What's the what's you the know, last King album? James approves. That's LeBron. If y'all don't Whoa. know, he approves. He approved so, uh, it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I, uh, my boy said that he was crying on the last track. Uh oh. Who Logic? Yeah. Was he crying on the last track? I was not aware that he was crying. Dang, I'm about, I gotta listen to it. But uh, <laughs> he was. I feel it, bro. Hey, you know he's been. Grind. You know, advocating on uh, mental health, though. So, yeah. Peace, love, and positivity. I need to get that book, his book. But, you know, what's dope about Logic is that uh, the first album was under pressure. The last album was no pressure. That's yes, hard. Sir. That's yes, hard. <laughs> but, all right, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> We out for 12 King Street. Let's go.